Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Ladies and gentlemen, I have an important question for Jamie. Jamie? Yes? Did it hurt? Uh, I mean, I am I am in quite a lot of pain. We've been in lockdown, and as we know, I am I do have lumbago. Uh, so I, a, I am hurting, but I, I don't know whether that's the it you are referring to. Jamie, I'm talking about when you fell from heaven. Oh, okay, it's- what? It's Valentine's Day, Jamie, and yeah, I have one important question to ask. Don't worry, Alyssa's not going to hear this for four months. Will you be my Valentine? <laughs> of course I will, Alexander. Fantastic of you to immediately announce that we're both very bad boyfriends recording on Valentine's Day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to throw it out. All right, Alyssa, it's a bar instructor. It has a side gig as a bar instructor. Uh, so she's working a class right now. I didn't even have to kick her out. She's just out on a Sunday morning <laughs> at the moment. That's fine. Uh, my flatmate, she's working a shift helping children in a hospital. You know? So I'm and, just and sitting wh- here doing And what this. are you doing, Alexander? <laughs> uh, I am bringing joy to 30 people. <laughs> 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 I've got see see now now no one knows whether that's the actual number or whether that's you joking about the number. But either way, I wish you'd stop putting numbers on it. <laughs> let, let, can we can we go back and do that again? I bring joy to twenty million people, Jamie. <laughs> Well, let's not keep 20 million people waiting any longer. Hello, and welcome to Blank Spank. Season one again, I guess. Hank Spank. Two. Uh, the show, no, well, we're doing oh, Hank. Oh, we're oh, back in right. Hank Spank again. This, you might have, for reasons that uh, will become clear, <laughs> Alexander, you might have forgotten that that's what we're doing. But we are back in the Hank Spank, the show where we're chronologically reviewing Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxon, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al. Oi, oi, gov. Yes. Hello, my dear little Victorian boy, Al. Shall we reveal to our dear listeners what has happened this week? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, Gov. There's been a bit of a mix-up. Ooh, yeah, uh, Mother so, Brown. Ooh. So I, I did have um, says. Uh, a little Victorian Al message me early this morning saying, Please, Jamie, News of the World is 25 Canadian dollars to rent. I can't do it, sir. Please, please, can you review it for me? Uh, and of course, I, I humbly uh, stood over you, uh, towering uh, in my Victorian garb, and said, Yes, dear boy, don't worry. Come here. I, I will tell you all about News of the World. <laughs> so, yes. I, I quake, sir. I made, a, I made a cake and I quaked. <laughs> we are getting a second opportunity at uh, what is now famously known as the lost episode uh, when uh, we were reviewing... Um, El- what the fuck was that Elvis film called? Elvis has lost the building. Elvis has left the building. Um, and not lost the building. Elvis, where did you put that's, the building? Dude, that's a sequel. That would be a great sequel about a film in which Elvis has a building but then loses it and then like our heroes have to go find Elvis's lost building. And yeah. Elvis is still alive in there. Dude, <laughs> this thing sells itself. Elvis uh, has lost the building. So in that episode, um uh you had watched it and I had not. Um 
because I couldn't reliably find an illegal way to watch it, nor was there a legal way to watch it um, in the UK. So you watched it and reviewed it uh, for me. Uh, you then lost your audio, uh, <laughs> thus making it the lost episode. But we are getting an opportunity to redo it this time, as I have watched this week's film, and you have not, uh, being the the poor Victorian boy uh, who just simply couldn't afford Word. it. Uh, I would like Word. to say for, for audiences that um, I, <laughs> it's not that I did pay for this. I'm, <laughs> I'm not like, oh, I paid the money and yeah. I didn't want a ticket. It's just free on Netflix. Yeah, it's just free on Netflix here for some reason. Are you sure it's not free on Netflix in Canada? Yeah, did so you check that out? <laughs> let's talk about film distribution rights. Basically, what happens is Canada, for the most part, tends to be in like the North, like North American distribution tends to be in the same, like, category so whatever ah, happens in the states typically happens in canada too so uh, uh the film was uh i i have looked up a little bit of film history for this but Ooh. um it was originally bought by fox 2000 i think it's getting sold to paramount in the states sometime around covid or maybe around the fox merger but um it's yeah so so was theatrically released in the states because theaters is still open there yes yes it released on christmas day 2020 yeah, um, exactly. for anyone who might be listening to this in a few years time uh, that was a wild time to try and theatrically release a oh, film yeah. which also means that it never released theatrically at least in bc because all theaters have been closed since november uh because the world is cruel and terrible um and uh Yes, because of that, it's only been on... I think they just try and make their money back like within uh, the local market yes yes and as you uh, i mean well we're, we're sort of just getting straight into it i guess with this as we uh discussed just before we started 25 dollars to rent a movie that's, is fucking wild I don't that's my issue jamie here's here's my i would have paid 20 and again please don't put 25 dollars into a uh you know a, a currency converter because the <laughs> canadian the canadian dollar is weak to the british pound but is everything here is really expensive canada yeah. expensive country it sucks um food here is super expensive don't know why but uh it i would pay 25 bucks to own a film give or take the film definitely on blu-ray i'd buy a blu-ray for 25 i would maybe i think i might have drunkenly bought face off for about 20 bucks <laughs> Um, but you know, they, they, this is worth it, all right? You get to see John Travolta, Nick Cage just go at each other. What's not to love? Um, I would rent a movie normally up to and including about thirteen bucks. Uh, for example, I watched Devil Wears Prada in anticipation of next week last night for five. That's fine with me. I yeah, watch an Ultra HD. What's not to love? Oh, you've got a 4K to justify TV. A 20... I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, but to justify a twenty-five pound, I mean, it won't be a good Ultra HD, but yeah, um, a twenty-five dollar film. In theaters, I would pay about at most twelve dollars a ticket. Yeah. What we're saying really is like that's two people watching this. I can't guarantee Alyssa would watch the whole thing, <laughs> and that's again the experience of going into a movie theater and seeing it in a movie theater, which is the best way to watch a film versus watching it in my bed, half watching it with my phone on. This is trash. All right, <laughs> I hate this release model. It's not good. No, Actually, yeah, I, I like. I feel like because wasn't it? Uh, which Disney Plus film did they drop on Disney Plus that you had to pay for? So, was it Aladdin? So there's been one so far. No, it was uh, Mulan's coming. Has <laughs> did come out that way? Bombed. Yes, Mulan. And then uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, I believe, is releasing in March or May with a theatrical release, but also with 
I, so I mean, yeah, I, I just feel like after the Milan thing, they should have realized that, like, this is not the way. I, I, I mean, I get it because at the moment they just have to try and recoup their yeah. costs somehow. And I bet Mulan cost a fuckload more money to make than this did. But yeah, um, yeah it, it, it's it's not the way. Like, you've well, you've got to figure out that when yeah. when you are when you are releasing them on these streaming platforms to rent, you are not competing or comparing it to a movie ticket price yeah, exactly. you are well, exactly. comparing it to other online rental rental yeah. services or, or just like online streaming services in general and i'm sorry they just don't fucking cost that much maybe make your movies for cheaper yeah exactly so here's here's my thing with it right we go back to the beginning of jamie i want you to, I want you to think about the first film released uh, in this model and i want you to see just to see if you can guess all right it wasn't a disney film okay uh, if i were to say the word mcelroy brothers uh, a Trolls World Tour? Yes, Trolls World yeah. Tour was the first <laughs> big film released in this kind of model, and it did really well. It did so well that I believe Universal went, fuck it, we're going to release all movies like this in the future, and AMC, the movie chain, were like, cool, we're never going to show any other Universal films in cinemas again. That was kind of bold. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, some of these have worked. I think that worked mainly because it was the beginning of COVID and people yeah. wanted something to show their kids. Yeah. Because uh, they were like in a hard And also lockdown. for a family, that makes sense. If it's a family movie, Ooh, fine, yeah. $25, that's going to be quite significantly yeah. less than what you would spend it, at the, it, the cinema. Exactly. As soon as there are three or four of you watching a thing, you can justify the cost of that rental and go, okay, sure, that's less than... That. Like, we can make it like a movie experience. But if it's like I'm gonna watch News of the World, this this is with the Which best one in the cinemas. world. It's this is a fucking like Tom Hanks led movie in 2020 yeah. slash 2021. This is a dad movie. Like this isn't a take your whole family along and watch it. This is this yeah. is a dad and he might be able to drag along his wife. Um, so it's not it's not something that you're gonna be able to get four people in together. Like exactly. And like my my general thing is this. Am I a believer of the uh, HBO Max shitty, we're just going to release everything on, like, streaming? No. I think that's not a good idea. And also, more importantly, you can't make giant movies which cost a shit ton of money and continuously put them out on, like, those platforms. It's not going to Tell that to Netflix and all their debt. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God, I am am better at explaining how companies work to, oh, God's We're not going to have an economics conversation. It was a joke. It was a joke, They have a lot of revenue. (laughs) You go to a bank and you say, we make shit tons of money. Give us more money so we can spend more money. It makes makes sense, right? It was a joke. I am so mad. Okay, if you want to go invest in Jeremy stocks, they're in the dip at the moment. It's like people being ridiculous that governments have debt. And I'm like, yeah, all governments have debt. That's how governments work. And people being like, but the national debt. And it's like, well, sure, but you want a national debt. You don't want whatever. You don't want to be overcharged by your government. That'd be shit. Your government's just got a big pile of money. Think of Look. the government as Netflix, or Netflix is the government. Alexander, I am so mad about this. Alexander, we are barely qualified to be right. the comedy right. and film podcast we pretend to be. No. We we are not qualified to be a fucking economics podcast. <laughs> That's true. Uh, as it turns out, uh, six months in hospital management does not make me qualified to talk about the business practices <laughs> of Netflix. But what I mean is, what I mean to say is this: like, at the end of the day, like, and this is why, if you, like, what I find quite interesting, Disney has been very reticent to release the movies they know could make over a billion dollars because there is no equivalent on a streaming service no. of a billion dollar movie. No, not because, even slightly. You know, you're not gonna. There's no movie you can release that will get you a billion dollars of signups in a month or, or no. in the, the release of a film that's not going to happen and actually even if you think about it like the majority of netflix's very expensive movies 
haven't been very well liked. No, like, no, they're not so, in recent years at least. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying to think of the ones, but like it's like the Lion over hundred million and and all that. that like all of their live action remakes recently have all made fucking gangbusters at the box office, exactly. but have not been hugely that... well reviewed. Sure. I mean, uh, uh, Avengers Endgame made a lot of money. Toy Story Four made a lot of money. Oh well, okay, all right. I'm... When I say Disney, I didn't... I know, I know they still, I know they you, now you own meant, Marvel. You meant pure Disney. You yeah, meant, I mean you pure meant... Disney. Pixar's its own thing. Sure. Pixar makes good movies that make a lot of money, and Marvel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, Marvel is Marvel. Marvel probably won't, uh, but Marvel in their first three phases is whatever the fuck Marvel was, sure. and they were printing uh, money. Um. Also, uh, Frozen Two. Uh, or technically, I mean, I re- I really million. liked Frozen Two. I've I've been hate, correct. Can you explain Frozen corrected. Two to me? Because uh, I I I, <laughs> I was very disappointed. Admittedly, I saw it during COVID, and I didn't see it in cinemas, which was a mistake. Um, but... So I I watched it in cinemas with my girlfriend, and I just there were a lot more bops to me, and it felt like more self aware, like the the like eighties one... the. The eighties prog rock like fucking breakdown. That thing, like that's that's yeah. fucking great. And Into the Unknown is a really good song. And the the Yes it is. Yes it is. It, Jamie, I'd... Jamie, you say there were more bops to me, but I can literally probably in order sing every song from Frozen and I cannot sing one song all the way through from Frozen Two. I just want well, to throw it out. Well there. but but I would say that's that's more due to just Frozen being this huge zeitgeist thing where it was just played way the fuck more and and that's not necessarily speaking to the quality of the film because the reason it was uh it was such a zeitgeisty thing is because kids fucking loved it kids wanted to be elsa kids wanted to be whatever the other fucking princess kids name still is. like elsa yes yeah no no i understand that but my my point is that kids aren't necessarily always the the best arbiter for what makes when you compare movie to movie, the best movies. Can I, can I, a, <laughs> I remind I you that like, Hoodwink made like three I like your defense is kids are not the best arbiter of kids' movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is no, my favorite no. defense. <laughs> kids, <laughs> don't let them decide. No, 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 fuck it, fuck it. What do kids know? Kids don't know shit about kids' movies. Oh, you're a 26-27-year-old man, know everything. Kids are just not... Kids are not as discerning, I would say. <laughs> if if anyone has seen uh, John Mulaney's sack bunch... Uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Bunch, uh, Sack Lunch Bunch. Uh, there's an entire sketch just about being in a um, uh, like yes, audience feedback room with a bunch of kids, and they're all just going. Uh, and then the hot dog came on, and the hot dog could dance, and it did like this. And then John Mulaney's like, "Okay, so out of all you kids, uh, how many of you is this now your favorite movie of all time?" And all of them fucking put their hands up. Great sketch. Go and watch that uh, special. Honestly, honestly, that is like I watched that a while back. I wish they would just make more of those. Like, oh, that was like, great fun. So fun. I think. I believe Comedy Central has signed on to make more of them. I don't know why Netflix weren't just like we'll make it, we'll make them season because Netflix do the dumb like seasonal like Valentine's Day special kind of shit. Yeah, I don't care about that, but I would care to watch more of the John Mulaney. Yeah, sac- absolutely, sac- absolutely. Sac- absolutely. Sac- I want to see those kids grow up. It'd be great. Yeah. Anyway, Al, uh, we've had just far the one with the pink much- chest. The one with the pink <laughs> chest. The best sketch. Oh, very. Anyway, good. what I was yeah. meaning to say is, <laughs> this is dumb. 
and I would just hold, all right? Guys, I, I was on Wall Street. I wasn't on Wall Street Bets. I think they all say really horrible stuff, and they keep using the R word a lot, and people, like, just gloss over that on Wall Street yeah. Bets. They, they use it a lot. Yeah. They, use, they use the word autist quite a lot. Yeah. They, and no one mentioned this at all, that these are a bunch of people I, who use <laughs> awful language. I mean, I, I guess I was already aware of this because I'm on Reddit <laughs> quite a lot, but yeah, so I guess it is just, yeah, so, yeah, I know, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with but you. Also, but. I want to throw it out there. That's not every subreddit. That's just the worst. No, no, no. It is just that specific. It is just that specific But 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 what, what I learned from those people, Jamie, as they sit there, some of them who had millions and now have nothing whatsoever, is you gotta have diamond hands. You yep, gotta have diamond hands. To the fucking moon, hold baby. onto your films, okay? <laughs> just hold on to it till next year. Don't release them this year. Give us no culture. Starve us. We're out in the <laughs> desert, all right? But take away all the manna and water. We don't want it. You're God throwing it down. Don't give us anything and release it in cinemas the next year, all right? Please don't release stuff on video on demand, especially if it's a Tom Hanks film. I want to talk about it next year. I've got a lot of <laughs> Hathaway films to talk about. Don't ruin it for yourself. Wait till you can make some money. I, pro- I will hand on heart promise I will go see a movie in cinemas every week next year if I can. I'll see two as long as you save all the good movies till next year. Just stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> Oh, here was me messaging Alexander aspirationally before this podcast started saying, hey, uh, if we could start like 10, 15 minutes early, uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day and, you know, the Arsenal match is on. Whoa, 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 Okay, yes, I accept that I'm adding in the Valentine's Day thing because my girlfriend's going to listen to this. I did just say about the Arsenal match, but shut up. Either way, either way, you know, I was thinking, oh, but it's fine if not because it's going to be a quick episode, whatever. And here we are 20 minutes in. I haven't even fucking mentioned the name of the film. And I'm not going to do it again because, Alexander, uh, it is a special episode. Uh, You mentioned it earlier that next week we're going to do Devil Wears Prada. And, you know, some might say that uh, it's a little inconsistent to be constantly hopping back between Anne Hathaway and Tom Hanks. uh, And, you know, maybe we should just sort of leave the Tom Hanks stuff behind. But, you know, maybe we wanted Devil Wears Prada to be our 100th episode. So what does that make this episode, Alexander? It makes it episode 99. And we are back in the Hanks Bank. And given we are back in the Hanks Bank and it's episode 99, I thought, what better way to celebrate that than with a little song, Alexander? We are back in the Hanks Bank. We're going back to our classic old bits. Of course, I have written and recorded a song because I'm a dickhead. So would you like to listen to my song celebrating uh, this momentous episode? Why yes, Jamie. Yes, I would. Well, here we go. I got my best pal Alex Along with me for the ride Shit, he didn't watch the film Blank Span Gabber, so 99 Me and some smart raccoons Got killed by some aliens Blah, 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 blah Fuck what the hell runs with aliens Oh, when I look back now These podcasts seem to last forever But if I had the choice Yeah, I'd always want to record Those were the best parts of my life Oh, yeah Blank Spank episode 99 So uh, you you might be able to tell from uh, the fact that there was a reference to you not watching this film that I might have put that together this afternoon. 
I, I appreciate that. I was wondering for a second if that was why you didn't want to do the Devil Wears Prada this week. was because you had pre-recorded this song. I mean, I that's like, also I to... very possible. <laughs> that, 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 would, that could have been a, a, a possibility. I liked it, Jamie. I liked that you didn't go for the obvious Let's Party like it's 1999. Um, no, no. And that you went for something. You, you adapted 69 because it ended in 9. Yes, yeah, I... absolutely. It's it's a classic Jamie Jones parody song uh, where, where I came up with, where I realised that Black Blanks Bank episode 99 has the same number of syllables in, as in the summer of 69. And, you know, then you just kind of go from there. And clearly I did run out of steam as one of the lines was blah, 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 blah. Can I, I got some important questions to ask. Uh, yep. One, uh, about your creative process. Yes. Is it that you, like, sit down and you're like, I need a parody song for this episode? Or is it like you're taking a shit and then it just comes to you? Oh, no, no. I can tell you at least the last four songs, I can tell you exactly what happens, which is me and Ellen are out on one of our fucking walks that we go on every fucking day to keep ourselves from going insane. And I'll sing to myself, I'll, like, sort of be mumbling to myself and then I go, Thanks for episode 99. And then Ellen will groan because she realizes the next 15 minutes of her fucking walk is going to be me trying to come up with fucking lyrics for this song. Oh, that is, that is a peek behind the, the curtain of my creative process. Uh, but yes, it is It is a lovely episode. It's a fantastic episode, episode 99. Who would have thought we would have got here? Join us next week when, as uh, we mentioned, we are going to be reviewing Devil's Wear, The Devil Wears Prada for uh, episode 100. But today, we must get on uh, because, of course, it is Valentine's Day and there's no football happening. So I... <laughs> there's no football whatsoever. There's no football happening, so I do have to get on. Uh, so... I, it, it's it's all me this week. It's all me this week, Al. It's great. I'm so excited. I've got all the film context. But before we start with the film context, uh, what what do you what do you know about this film? What do you what do you think this film is about? So, News of the World was a newspaper which Piers Morgan was in charge of. Yeah. Piers Morgan ended up getting fired from it because he's a tit. But yeah. then we continue to give him. I mean, that's a bit of an understatement. He did, you know, commit crimes. Well, that's my. I don't. I don't know why this man. I understand that he, like, rehabilitated his image by being on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. But he's a man so annoying that Jeremy Clarkson punched him. And of the two people that Jeremy Clarkson has famously punched, everyone liked that one. That's kind of why <laughs> when the second time Jeremy Clarkson punched someone, people got were kind of okay with it. It's because the first time he punched, you know, Piers Morgan. Yeah, that, that like, showed I, some yeah I mean, can we all blame Jeremy Clarkson for punching his producer in the face? Because he did previously do it to another high-profile figure, and we all let him go. So he probably we thought, well... We all celebrated him. Yeah, we all, he was probably like, well, I guess this is what people want from me. Anyway, uh, yes, that's what News of the World, the newspaper is you. Sure. Can't. Well, no, no, no. So, and, then it, <laughs> and, then, and then it turns out they hacked a load of people. Yes. Um, and uh, they got shut down because that's a crime. Yes, that is and a crime. What do you know about news cr- of the they, world? They hacked the, the phones of dead children, didn't they? Uh, I believe the families of... De- the families dead of dead soldiers, I thought it was. No, I think it was of missing children. Oh, uh, maybe it was. Um, I know who I think turned up dead, but yeah. Either way, so that's what happened, Alexander, right? what do you know about the film released in 2020 named News of the World starring Tom Hanks? You dickhead. So I assume Tom Hanks plays Piers Morgan. Oh, I beg you to take... I'm, I'm genuinely asking you. <laughs> I'm genuinely asking you. Okay, okay. The year is 1886. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks yep. is in the desert. And by the desert, I mean America. A lot of America is a desert. A lot of people don't know that, all right? There are multiple deserts in America. One of them is the Mojave. Uh, you would know it if you played uh, Fallout New Vegas. Um, 
uh, Tom Hanks is the newsman. He goes around and he brings the news to the people of the desert because they're dumb and don't have phones yet. Why haven't they invented phones? Because they're not Thomas Edison. Let me tell you what. Right? Under Graham Bell, he invented the phone. Like Scottish man. Uh, Scottish man. Under Graham Bell invented the phone. I don't want your anyway, attempt at relaying then the whole there is plot. a German girl. Um, it's a bit like Logan, uh, but with a German girl rather than a girl who speaks Spanish. I mean, it, it's, it's a bit like a lot of fucking movies, Al. <laughs> uh, but, but specifically like Logan because they're in a desert. Okay. Uh, and then the German girl is running away from, from some First Nation peoples. Um, and the First Nation peoples are angry because of genocide. And Tom Hanks is like, yee-haw, let's not die and hopefully not commit hate crimes. Okay, so you, 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 you do vaguely know what this movie is about. Uh, I saw the trailer. Good to know. Uh, you saw the trailer. Uh, that, that trailer would have probably made you think it's a lot more of an action movie than it actually is. Uh, but yes, you are correct. Uh, it's an American Western drama um, set uh, you, in 1886, more specifically 1870, uh, just after the uh, you know, that, that like Civil War thing uh, that, that they did. Uh, they probably brushed what? over in the trailer. Jamie, Jamie, you are the historical person on the show. Uh, what? There's a Civil War? Yes. We talk, we're talking about the Cavaliers and the Roundheads? <laughs> I don't know what that means, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what that means. That's the English Civil War. Okay. You must have, like... Okay, Jamie, in the UK, at one point, there was a guy called Oliver Cromwell. Oh, that's a bit, my a God, bit I bet. But it turns out we didn't like James the... We didn't like Charles the First, maybe Charles the Second, one of the two. And uh, we were like, fuck it, we're just going to kill this one. Al, well, I, I can't, I can't help but notice for my episode, you're doing a fuckload of talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit in the corner. I forgot this was just a podcast monologue. I apologize. So, oh, you're contributing too much to my episode. That's why I agreed to this because it's my episode. I'm just trying to get through the film context. I've got one sentence in. Uh, it's when is eight- like you know when it's like eighteen tickety something. When's tick? What, what, what year is ticket? Eighteen seventy. Eighteen seventy. Yeah, but, yeah, but, like, but I, when I say tick, when someone says ticketing, I like don't Grandpa know, Simpson. Al, I don't know. I beg you. <laughs> Let okay, me we'll move on. Out. It's set in eighteen seventy. Uh, they probably brushed over in the uh, trailer that um, Tom Hanks is playing a uh, Confederate uh, veteran. Um, what it is? Yes, yes. Well, so we'll get. I'll He's get a into bad guy. Yeah, I'll get into that. It's kind of weird. Uh, I'll get into that when I talk about the film. Uh, but it is directed by Paul Greengrass, who very famously directed what Alexander. Um, lots of films. Captain Phillips. The Bourne Captain Supremacy, Phillips the Bourne was the one I was most. Yes, uh, the Bond films and Captain uh, Phillips was the one I was most uh, referencing. Obviously, our connection to uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, it stars Tom Hanks and. No one fucking else. It is it is a, a an old school Tom Hanks film where it's like we got Tom Hanks. That'll do. That'll sell us whoa, our whoa, tickets. Whoa. You say old school, Jamie, but I think you find Greyhound for least last year also had yes, no also else also like Daniel also, Mays. Daniel yeah. Mays is the source um, of that film. Uh, it also stars the uh, young German girl that you mentioned, uh, Helena Zengel, who actually has received a Golden Globes uh, nomination. Uh, for her performance, uh, I would argue uh, relatively deserving. So uh, she is just 12 years old. Uh, so one of the younger uh, Golden Globe nominees of all time. Uh, it Why do ha- we... Yep. Just want to throw it out there. Why do we pretend that uh, Golden Globes are a legitimate award 
when they are knowing like when you when people like because people do still treat them as like they're an important award Mm -hmm. but you can also clearly bribe your way to get nominated for one and i don't understand that like ever since the tourists got nominated why the fuck are these things still in there yeah but i feel like the oscars are similar as well like oscar campaigns are a thing campaigning to to the academy voters is a thing Yes, but it's not the same. Not to the same extent of like one. There are some. There are always some like. Uh, there are ridiculous Oscar nominations too. But like, to the extent that like for the Hollywood Foreign Press, they will uh, notoriously with the tourist. It was that they took him on a uh, like a weekend holiday to Vegas and spent like an obscene amount of money to get that nomination. Yeah. So like, I, I believe, and we know people who, I think, have worked as part of Oscar, or like have been ve- you know, tangentially involved in like you know that, that kind of side process. of the industry. Yeah. Um. I believe like Oscar campaigns are more are like less straight up bribery. Yeah, um, yeah, that is true. Uh, but yeah, I was just trying to celebrate the twelve year old girl. But no, Alexander wants no, to no, shit Jamie, on her. Steal it from me. Steal. <laughs> All I'm th- saying th- is, this if I had fifty grand, I could also well. get a Golden Globe nomination. <laughs> Give me a hundred grand, yeah. and I'll get me an yeah. Oscar nomination. Clearly, this girl used her immense wealth um, that she yeah. has gathered doing uh, German cinema for four years, uh, <laughs> and uh, is used it to bribe the uh, Golden Globes committee. <laughs> she was in t- she, she started Tony Erdman and uh, just made fucking bank <laughs> off that. You know how like Robert Downey Jr. in the first Avengers had that like points thing on the end where he got like five percent of the uh he got five percent of the film um from being in the avengers yeah because of an earlier agreement and that meant he got paid over 50 million for being in the avengers yeah. that's what she got from tony Ehrman. Great. <laughs> um one other fun fact it has uh, music by the same guy who did the music for space jam uh he also did a fuckload of other movies but space jam was the one i cared about um it is produced Who's by uh, his name is james newton howard um he has uh, i can give you the other ones he's also done pretty women the fugitive king kong the dark knight and fantastic beasts so he's done loads of stuff uh but space jam was the fun one (laughs) Um, he's done lots of great things and you're just like yeah i'm uh, sure he would be really happy to hear me you've never seen space jam it's on fucking netflix watch it so great but Um, i don't i neither really know that much about the looney tunes nor do i know that much about michael jordan do i need to watch do i need to watch the thing madudo first i mean you should also watch watch the last dance you should also watch the last dance uh, it, I don't think context? it matters. That's what's so great. Do I need it for context? No. That's what's so great about Space Jam is it elevates itself past both of its moving parts. Uh, it is it is both better than Michael Jordan and better than the Looney Tunes. Um, does Michael Jordan play baseball in it? He does. It's it's set while he was playing baseball uh, while he was on uh, retired from the Actually? NBA for night. Yes. Crazy. Yes, he was retired from the NBA for eighteen months uh, during which he tried to become a professional baseball player. Well, he um, succeeded. I mean, he's, he yes, a, yes, yes, he did, he did, yes, yes, he did become a professional baseball player. Not a very good one, but uh, <laughs> a professional one nonetheless. Uh, it is produced by Playtone, uh, Tom Hanks's company, in uh, conjunction with a couple of other companies. It has a thirty-eight million dollar budget, uh, which it, well, depending on how much the Netflix uh, deal was worth, uh, it has probably not recouped. Uh, it only has uh, made eleven million dollars in the box office at time of recording. It may well get a subsequent release. Uh, post COVID, um, and there's not really much else to say about this. Uh, like I say, it, it, it was clearly a late deal. It was uh, negotiated to be released worldwide outside of uh, can uh, outside of 
Well, it says United States on Wikipedia. Apparently, North America and China uh, on Netflix uh, in November 2020. So this was clearly much much like with Greyhound, where they released it on Apple TV. Uh, They were just trying to recoup their costs. I don't know how much these sorts of deals would generally go for uh, Netflix. I don't know whether they would pay more than $27 million for this movie. They might have. Maybe. Like, it depends on whether they get to keep it there forever. Like, I think it's, it tends to be, I think it's like when you do TV distribution deals. Like, it's probably a lot of money, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that's that's the behind the scenes on this. So, I'm going to now uh, attempt to describe this film enough uh, for Alexander so that he is able to give some ratings at the end of this. Um, so, Alexander, I get to do your bit. This film begins <laughs> as all good films should. With Tom Hanks reading the news. Uh, as you referenced, uh, Tom Hanks, he's a newsman. Uh, he goes yeah. from town to town, reading the, uh, t- taking the newspapers and, and read them out to people. And this is, this is how it starts. He's in a sort of town hall. People are paying to come in and, and he has a bunch of newspapers. Uh, I did initially uh, comment to my girlfriend being like, what? That's fucking weird. What? He's just going to like read newspapers to them. And then I didn't realize... Well, that's just the news. That's like what I, that's normal right now. They just don't have a fucking newspaper in front of them. <laughs> uh, Jamie, you say you say that, but at, at ten to eleven o'clock every night on most major channels, they always will have a uh, section where they read the next day's newspaper. Yes, yes. Like, so, 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 headlines so, so it, it has it. it has carried on. Um, I will only say this at this point, uh, but maybe you can help me with this, Alexander. It is never established how this job works. Um, where does he buy the newspapers? Does he buy them at each town he arrives in? If that's the case, like I get that the idea is that everyone who's in attendance is illiterate and so can't read the newspaper, but surely there's a local man that can do this. Like, why does he have to travel from town to town? And if he doesn't buy them at each town he goes to, why does, like, does he buy it in one place and then do like a four week tour? Like, by the time he gets back, that news is going to be old. How does this job work, Alexander? It makes no sense. So, Mike, I got some questions here because I don't, obviously I don't know quite about the infrastructure okay. of America in 1870. Are there trains in these towns? Uh, no, he is. Well, there, there might be trains in these towns, but he is not taking the train. He is riding sure, by it, horse. If we don't see trains, then my assumption is that they he does don't go get to the some large. Yes, yeah, they don't. So he'll don't stop get off in the larger town, get the newspapers, go to the smaller towns. I think. Yeah, so he does. He does go to some larger towns like Dallas. So this is in Texas, of course. So he does go to some larger towns like Dallas at some points in the movie. So it's potential that he picks them up in the larger cities and then goes around the smaller towns. Uh, So one second, just big up Becca. Obviously, we we mentioned the town you're from. All right. Yeah. So so our friend, our friend's thoughts at this point are just coming down to us shouting out when people, people from the towns in the movies. (laughs) Um, Yeah, pretty much. So yes, All, all calling up friends to ask them for advice on history. Uh, yes, uh, it is established, yes, that he, he reads the news to people um, uh, and he, he enjoys doing it. But this is in the South. Uh, he is a uh, ex, clearly an ex-soldier. It is later found out to be uh, an ex-Confederate soldier. Uh, he is leaving his first town uh, where he comes across uh, a man who has been lynched. Um, he has a he has a thing on a, a paper stabbed stab to his chest saying uh, whites only in this town or something to that effect uh there's clearly been a, a a cart that has been ransacked um so he stops off uh wherein he sees a small girl uh off in the uh woods uh and he chases her down uh you know as you do just just chase chasing 
uh, anyone you find out in the woods, absolutely normal. Uh, but he gets her and she doesn't speak English. Um, it is uh, eventually established uh, later that she speaks uh, Kiowa, uh, which is both a language and a Native American tribe. Um, uh, but she is uh, white. She is clearly a white girl. He then uh, takes her back to the um, the cart and uh, establishes that she was being transported. Uh, she had been kidnapped by a native tribe uh, sometime in her youth, uh, many years earlier, uh, and this man uh, was transporting her, but uh, a bunch of people were pretty unhappy about that, uh, so they murdered him. Um, he comes across some Union soldiers. Some Union soldiers. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, the U- Union won. They won the Civil War. Uh, the the mm. Confederates, they, they did they not. They didn't like no. slavery. Um, no, no, not particularly. Uh, and uh, they're like, Still oh, yeah. Still structurally racist, but didn't like slavery. That's, yes. That was the main difference. Um, uh, so uh, the Union soldiers tell him, look, okay, you, you take them down to this uh, outpost down there. Uh, they they have someone who works for and I can't remember this specific name. It's something like the National Indian Services. Um, obviously, throughout this film, uh, they use the word Indian. Uh, I will not. Um, uh, which, no, no. So, very brief conversation about this. Yes, there is a lot of discussion as to the some. I I use First Nations because that's the term used in Canada. Yep. Um, because both Native Native American one still puts American at the center of that, which is. Mm-hmm. wrong um some so some in Chris, some first nation groups in america uh, some people within first nation groups will prefer to be called native american mm-hmm. some because I- indian is obviously wrong yeah. some still prefer to be called indian um and that is actually a choice so some people prefer to be called indian american um it is confusing uh, as to which like bec- uh, it is because they were called it for a long time it became like an identity within those groups if you see what i mean yeah so like even though it is a wrong thing, certain people within there would still prefer to be called Indian American, although others do not. That is why for the the easy work way out is First Nations because it like it refers to or or whatever specific tribe someone is in. So it is not necessarily offensive to refer to someone as Indian, uh, but it, within this context, it's it's just obviously inaccurate. So yeah, but yeah. yes. Uh, so uh, I'll I'll go with First Nations then for the rest of this podcast. Um, But they are obviously referred to as uh, Indians in uh, the film. Um, So he gets down to the the outpost uh, and they're like, ah, mate, crazy. You just missed him. We've got our one, our one First Nations bloke. He's normally here. He's just fucked off for three months. So nothing we can really do about it, to be honest. Uh, You're going to have to take her with you. Uh, and so begins uh, our journey where he is going to take her to uh, it is made clear in the documents uh, that she was uh, taken away from a family uh, that now have um, uh, she has an aunt and uncle uh, somewhere else in Texas. So he's going to uh, take her across country uh, to those uh, to that family member. Um, she's she's not really happy. Uh, she's a she's a small girl. She doesn't understand anything anyone is saying. Um, and, uh, yeah, she keeps on, uh, so it, she speaks in, in Kiowa and it is, uh, subtitled, uh, and she keeps on just being like, I, I want to go home, uh, where, who, who the fuck are all you people? Or, you know, stuff to that effect. Um, mm. one night, uh, Tom Hanks, uh, is sleeping and she's escaped. She's, she's run away, uh, and she's actually run up a hill, uh, it's pissing it down with rain and she can see a, uh, tribe who are, uh, migrating, 
Um, and she's shouting out to them saying, no, no, please come back. Leave me. Please don't leave without me. Um, and Tom Hanks, for some reason, rugby tackles her to the ground. I, I don't know why. He's like, oh, it's unsafe. I, I, I didn't really get why it was unsafe. Um, but it is at this point where he, uh, I, th- I think I've told that slightly out of order. I think that's while they're still in the town. And it's at that point that he agrees uh, to take her. Um, and then we they start, uh, they're going across on his car, on his route, basically, uh, where he will go from town to town. Um, there's, you know, little bonding moments. And when I say bonding, I mean, uh, you know, she doesn't know how how we act in society she eats with her fingers and sings at the table and that's uncouth for for tom hanks um and so they reach their first uh town destination uh where tom hanks meets an old friend of his uh who happens to speak kiowa uh he's been calling her uh josanna uh up until this point um and uh she speaks to her and she goes uh, i have no clue who the fuck josanna is uh my name is cicada uh, don't know why you're calling me Josanna. Um, it is clearly Cicada is her uh, First Nations um, name, whereas uh, Josanna was the name that was on her documents uh, that was her original name uh, given to her. Um, Tom Hanks, I think, sleeps with this woman. I'm I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> There's so so to the question of does Tom Hanks fuck in this? D- film? Yes. Oh fuck! I don't I don't have the. I'm not going to bother to edit in. But yes, does Tom Hanks fuck in this film? Yes, I I think Tom Hanks fucks in this film. Um, Tom Hanks is giving a speech. Uh, then uh, you know, delivering the news, and he's delivering news uh, to clearly ex Confederate or I guess current Confederate. You know, this is the South, um, mm. and uh, they're all like, this sucks. Fuck the union. They they don't care about us. And you know, yeah. Um. Uh. But he, Tom Hanks gives a, a rousing speech of, oh well, no, we we have to accept we did lose, and and perhaps we were wrong. We were wrong to have done what we did. We are introduced to the theme that is slightly developed of uh. You know, Tom Hanks. He's he's a little bit guilty about what he did. He's 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 felt remorse and changed his ways. Um, this is whereupon he uh, encounters. Great, I can skip through the le- next like twenty minutes of this movie really quickly. Uh, three men. They're from the south. Uh, they are like, uh, they're like, oh, how yeah, you fought in the war, didn't you? Where's my southern accent? Where- I'm from the south. Uh, hey, you fought in the war, didn't you? Oh, there, it was us poor men fighting for the rich man. That was a rich man's war. Now we gotta get ours, right? And Tom Hanks is like. Yeah, I guess so. Well, what I mean by getting ours is I'm going to purchase that young lady off of you. And Tom Hanks mm. is like, whoa, okay. Uh, whoa. Well, no, nah, that's that's not that chill. Um, uh, they get in a little altercation and some Union soldiers come over uh, and the guys are, oh, this, this, we were worried about this man traveling with a, with a young girl. Hey, we, were, we were looking out for her. Uh, and Tom Hanks is like, hey, no, they weren't. Here's the documents. I'm, I'm transporting this woman. Uh, and the guy's like, this. Uh, the leader of this three uh, gang is like, oh, well, I'm going to come get you, sergeant. Uh, and uh, that's what he does. As they're escaping town the next day, 
they they are chasing them on horseback and we get a little action scene tom hanks he's behind run rock and the other men they're behind some other rocks pow tom hanks shoots one of them oh shit now it's only 2v1 but he's out of bullets he's been firing shots he's out of bullets the other guy knows it he's sending his man flanking around the other side what he sends the little german girl he goes no run away little lady you can you can still escape but she's a she's a wily wily young girl and she goes back to the cart and she gets some coins and she get, takes them back and 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 tom hanks goes no you fucking idiot they want you not money and she's like no put the money in the shell casings you can fire money at them now i don't know if this actually would work but she loads uh, the the coins in uh, in the shell casing um and uh they they sort of tom hanks goes okay i'm i'm putting my gun down it's all gonna be okay uh and uh, the man who's been flanking round he's uh, puts his gun down and clearly still has a gun a sidearm it's a very obvious what's going to happen he reaches for his sidearm tom hanks shoots him boom two down one left mr leader man uh and it's a very odd sequence where they both decide, ah, it's now time for us to move to the next set piece. Like, they're both hiding behind the rocks, and then they both kind of just stand up and walk in, like, different directions for some reason. Uh, because they need to get to the next part, uh, where Tom Hanks is walking under some rocks, and this man's walking on top of the rocks. Alexander, <laughs> am I boring you yet? <laughs> no, I'm just... There are lots of rock. So I'm trying to. This is very theater of the mind, all right. This is what I uh, what I imagine it is to be part of a D and D podcast. The people are the rocks. Someone is firing money at someone. I'm not sure, quite sure why or who. They put some money. Is that is it paper money? Is it coin money? Coin who money. Knows? Coin money. Well, that would hurt. So you could you could shoot that at people. That, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. No, so they're firing. Alexander, that. the little I'm... girl was sent somewhere, but I can't remember where. Um, Alexander, I'm really. Can I roll? You... Can I roll for initiative? <laughs> I, I forgot to roll. All right, all right, all right Alexander, I got a sixteen. You're now knowing what it is like to listen to this podcast <laughs> so he's we're like top- a D podcast where there's no choice we're just yeah. stuck on the um so he's on he's in the like cave underneath the rocks the guy is on top of the rocks they're both clearly waiting each other out tom hanks figures out that he's right above him uh so uh he are these the, are these the are these people the the women the guys who tried to buy the girl the girl yeah, yeah, yes yeah. uh the the, the ex-confederate soldiers uh, who tried to buy the girl um uh, yeah, so uh, he fi- Tom Hanks figures out that he is right beneath the guy. The guy is right above him, waiting for him to pop out. So what he does is he distracts him. He he throws something out to the right. Then he darts out to the left, shoots this guy in the face. Tom Hanks one, crazy, creepy Confederate soldiers zero. Let's go, Tom Hanks. It's 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 there's there's a clear theme from this that he was a good soldier. Like like oh he's a, yeah he was actually like really good at murdering for the Confederacy. Yeah, um, sounds like a sounds, yeah yeah. So I'll 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 establish at this point, Alexander. You might think from this sort of movie, you would think it would be like the the general theme would be oh he's like a guy who's really bad, but then he meets a young girl and she gets him to like change his Logan. ideas and his ways. Logan. But this is a Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks yeah. can't be a dickhead, so he's whoa, not. Whoa, whoa. He's, well, we've got the Tom Hanks. Have dick you seen meter. the circle? Yes, but Tom Tom Hanks doesn't really play that villains that often, so he can't he's not a bigot at the beginning of this film so that sort of journey that you would expect just isn't there 
and I will continue to establish why like it's it's one of the missed themes that I don't uh, make me not understand what this movie was trying to say anyway um so they escape out of that uh and because of their harrowing experience they start to bond a little bit they've been hanging out for like two weeks and this is the first time he tries to teach her any English but they are riding along and he's like buffalo and then she says it in uh Kiowa and he's like oh we're learning from each other how delightful uh and then she speaks german and like has a ptsd flashback that like that's it we don't see the flashback but she just suddenly speaks german uh and then suddenly is clearly reliving some very bad experiences from her childhood um this is the first time that we have established that she was uh, a german girl uh, that was kidnapped um i i it was treated like a big moment i didn't really understand why it was a big moment i was like well like, yeah okay cool um so they are then on the road and they come across um uh, another band of merry men uh, from the south who are clearly dickheads uh, it seems like they're going to rob him uh, but then he says well what i do is i read the news dear sir that was a I, that was not the worst Tom Hanks impression I've ever done. I was pretty. It's not, it's not, it's it's not, not the, best. the best one. You it's done. not the best. It was a good was, southern impression. It was a good southern impression. I, I haven't heard Tom Hanks' accent. For, Jamie, it's not like you're doing the standard Tom Hanks voice. You were doing a southern voice for a film I haven't seen. I cannot confirm or deny if that was a good impression. Um, so um, yeah, there, there's this leader of this uh, town basically um and oh where where do you think this is going um so uh he tom hanks brought in and he said okay well you're gonna read the news for us are you are you telling the news of uh of what's going on down here are you telling the news of of the mexicans and the indians and how they're stealing our land um so he he has the news of the world he's like i tell the news of the world yes he has an agenda uh so he says uh cool you come in you're gonna read uh read for us uh, while he's uh, setting up at the camp, he meets a young boy, uh, and he's like, uh, "Hey, young boy, uh, you you uh, you related to that Mister Keffler or whatever the the leader's name is? I'm going to call him Mister Keffler." Uh, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not family of him. In fact, I uh, I don't really have any family to be honest." So, like, oh, why is that? What happened to your family? <laughs> Mr. Keffler went and fucking shot them, didn't they? <laughs> what, what am I like? Oh, why'd he shoot them? Oh, he was talking too much. You know, asking questions. You know, questioning the leadership. So I know not to do that no more, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> he seems uh, very jolly about it. Which yes, is he, he genuinely... That's not a mischaracterization. This this kid is is laughing like and smiling throughout it. Um... Uh, so then it comes to that evening when he's due to uh, deliver the news. Uh, his his friendly German girl helper is uh, collecting the money um, and he is handed a newspaper uh, the, from the leader's like sidekick and says, that's what you're going to read. And Tom Hanks quick skim through and it's all about, oh, look how look how Mr. Keffler scalped the 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 local uh, First Nations people. And look at look at all the good reading that uh, Mr. Keffler has done. And Tom Hanks looks at it and he goes, ah. Oh. But I'm a good man now. What if, what if I ham-fisted in one scene about fake news in this movie? Let's go, baby! So he pulls out uh, a different newspaper and he says, "Well, uh, Mr. Keffler did here uh, hand me a newspaper to tell him of all the exploits of uh, Mr. Keffler, but you all already know about all of that. So I thought I'd tell you a different story. 
Oh, it was about some miners, and they were in the north, and, uh, well, I know we don't want to hear about them, <laughs> but uh, they were good, hard-working men, working under a, a corrupt leadership who did uh, take all the spoils for themselves. Not that I'm suggesting that you might know anything about that, dear locals. Anyway, so they were working down the mines, and suddenly there was a mine in collapse. But I'm not here to tell you about the deaths or the despair. I'm here to tell you about how they survived and how they fought back and how they <laughs> you get in my message and then mr keffler comes in and goes uh, well maybe you should uh maybe you should tell the um tell the stories that i told you about it's, it's not great this one and tom hanks went, well I, they seem to be enjoying my story well, well how about we put it to a vote i know you do love democracy can, here in the south it seems like Tom Hanks, I, I, I get this feeling, this kind of like this spiritual, you know, ghost coming through like I'm a medium. Um, is it that the character that Tom Hanks played in The Lady Killers is in this film? <laughs> no, the accent is much better in this one. Okay. The accent, like Tom Hanks is not normal. He doesn't normal. do the weird wheezing laugh. Yeah, Tom Hanks is not normally great at accents. His accent's quite good in this. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, the, he's like, oh, put it to a vote. I know you do love democracy in the South. Uh, so... Uh, all, all, of, all of them cheer like yeah let's listen to the miners story um and and so uh kefler sends in his right hand man to to stop tom hanks from carrying on reading and this alone th this is clearly like a cult that's been like brainwashed by this by this mr kefler and they they all love and worship worship him and Tom Hanks spends four minutes speaking about some miners, and they go fucking mental. They riot, they start beating up Kevlar and all of his guards. Like, Tom Hanks is the most persuasive man you have ever seen in your fucking life. Um, and Tom Hanks escapes uh, with, uh, with his young friend, but he is um, caught by Mr. Kevlar as they reach their cart. Mr. Kevlar has his gun on him, and he's like, oh, you should have just read my stories, sir. He's like, oh, I was just giving them the news of the world, sir. Um, and uh, he is about to be shot uh, when... End of the film. He says the, he says the title of the film. Yes, no, the no, film. he actually does. He actually does. <laughs> Again, not me making that up. He does say the title of the film. Um, uh, and then uh, little uh, Cicada slash uh, Johanna uh, grabs the rifle and shoots him. Um, and she... Uh, but then the side, the, the right-hand man is there. He's about to do it and then he gets shot but it's not by not by little johanna who is it it's it's by that kid we saw earlier who's apparently <laughs> suddenly realized that johanna's fucking kept like sorry kefler's fucking murdering his family was pretty bad uh, and he just comes in and goes i liked your story mister and then <laughs> runs away um uh so that's uh sort of we're we're, we're over the uh over the hump here kept heading towards the the last uh 40 minutes or so uh so they leave this town uh she's started to learn little bits of english uh she and so she he's fixing um something on the cart and uh he goes and she goes this way she's pointing off she's going this way uh and she finds uh, a clearly deserted town uh where Clearly, some quite bad atrocities have happened. Uh, there's there's blood in one of the beds. She goes, she pulls and finds uh, a little like wooden doll, like a straw doll thing. Takes it back, um, and there's a little uh, acknowledgement from um, her and Tom Hanks that her parents have died. 
uh, Tom Hanks already knew this, uh, but clearly she didn't because she was unable to be... Uh, un- uh, he was unable to communicate this to her. Uh, so it is made clear that... Her, and I believe this is her um, First Nations parents, specifically. Uh, so I've looked this up. This yep. is... Look. look. Am is I just... confusing? Uh, <laughs> is it... No, 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 no. This is on me. Is it confusing when uh, there are actually like 800 different like local governments which get collated into one big group? Yes, it is confusing. First Nations is actually... The th- oh, fuck's sake. First Nations is the term predominantly <laughs> used in Canada. I, I think it could apply in America, but it isn't commonly used in America. Indigenous... It, it, indigenous people is probably the easiest... Okay, I'll I'll switch back to indigenous. I'm 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 just going with whatever you tell me because then because then it's not on me. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, when you have like eight hundred to thousands of different groups of people, and then as a bunch of colonizers, we try to apply one word to all of that. None of the words are good. None of them. They're all crap. Uh, so I'll go the for indigenous. Names are good. I'll go for indigenous. Um. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, her her indigenous parents uh, have have been raided and killed, um, and and you know she's she's sad about that. Uh, understandably, uh, they then yeah. join up with a um, a uh, what would you call it? What would you call it? A, uh, a a procession? No, a group of carts. A group of carts that are all going together. A convoy. Uh, convoy. Thank you. A convoy of carts uh, as they uh, head towards their final destination. But what's this? Oh, they get rattled off the road. Oh shit. Oh no. Their 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 cart. Their, it breaks. And oh god, they have to shoot their horse and put it down. It's all real sad. Uh, and they're gonna have to walk the rest of the way. But what's this? It's a dust storm. No. Tom Whoa, Hanks. Jamie, yep. Jamie, I've played Metal Gear Solid Five. Now is the perfect time to commit all the crimes you want to commit. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, they get slightly separated in the dust storm. Uh, Tom Hanks, he's, he's he's gone up a hill because he can yeah. hear a rumbling, uh, and okay. he gets up to the top and of the hill. Yep. And where's Snake? And Snake is hiding. Uh, he he tranks <laughs> Cicada. Uh, she's down. He <laughs> fucking full tom balloons her, her out. Uh, yeah. That that has been uh, Jamie's video game corner. Thank you for joining us once again. I, I've been thinking about it, but I think we should rename it Jamie's Gamey Corner. Corner. Oh, that's very good. Thank you. It will come up later. Uh, fuck, we've been going for an hour. Let's try, hurry up. So dust storm. Uh, it's like <laughs> oh Jamie's no, it's got crazy. Get... Day slash Arsenal to go to. Uh, yes, I know. Uh, oh, it's crazy. They get separated, and then he sees her. She's actually. Walking off there's a tribe that's uh traveling through this and she's walking over to them and he's like oh no oh okay i guess but what's this oh she's actually just got them a horse she's coming back to him oh cute uh so they uh ride on a horse they reach uh tom hanks they reach uh cicada's uh aunt and uncle uh he drops them off he goes hey uh she's your problem now bye um i should have referenced earlier uh it's kind of talked about how he wants to make it back to san antonio it's kind of just talked about a few times Oh, yeah, he's going to make it back to San Antonio. He needs to go back there. Um, uh, and then he gets there, uh, and he uh, he's with a couple of lawyers, and they say, uh, hey, yeah, um, uh, yeah, your wife's dead. Uh, sorry we didn't tell you. And he's like, oh, actually, I kind of did know that. Um, I was going from town to town, and, you know, I was, I was hoping, I was thinking one day, you know, I'll, I'll make it back to her, and I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll, um, I'll spend a life with her. It'll be great. Um, yeah. It, and then he's like, oh, but I got a letter that, that she died. Oh, great. Um this is just a sudden third act reveal. It's not really like like you you kind of wonder what's going to happen in in uh, San Antonio, and I guess this is supposed to make you reflect on what's been done so far. But like, it just means that the first like 
hour and 40 minutes of this, you have no idea what his motivation is. And so he's not really going on a journey. Anyway, um, so yeah, he's like, they're like, oh yeah, she's uh, she's buried uh, in in the church, um, in the church garden. Why don't you go uh, have a little hello? Um, he goes and he does the Tom Hanks cry thing. You know, he's really sad. His wife's dead. Uh, and then he goes back to... Um, to Cicada, uh, the two aunt and uncle are like. Look. Is the name actually Cicada? Like uh, the y- like the cricket. Yes, I be- what? Yes, that's that's her. I guess her uh, indigenous name, uh, Joanna, was her German name. Right, right. Uh, I guess her indigenous name was actually Cicada, but in Kiowa, so okay. it's it's a different it's, word. In the subtitles, okay. Yeah, sure. in the subtitles it says Cicada, and the person who's sure. translating says her name is actually Cicada. Cicada. That, okay. that's what that's the best i've got to go off um uh, so he goes back and the aunt and uncle are like this 12 year old girl can't do any work for shit what the fuck man and he's like yeah sorry uh, i guess i guess you gotta come with me you always belong with me and she's like uh, yes i come with you and then we 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 cut away and she, he's delivering news and uh he's he's having a whale of a time he's telling a great old story about how a guy he was buried but he was buried alive what and there was a wedding planned for the next day and he's banging on and 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 she's there and when he wants to imitate the the guy banging on the the coffin for for the performance of his news story she bangs on the floor and it's great and they're having fun together uh and then that's the end of the movie uh <laughs> How did you enjoy it, Al? <laughs> you know, it was interesting to be on the other end of the podcast. I do occasionally listen to a podcast. I, I, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I had a couple bad roles there. You know, when they're up in the mountains, I thought maybe you could go another way. <laughs> you know, I, were there other paths we could have taken? That's what I really want to know. Yes, you know, what's, yes, what's... there were. That's my issue with this movie is I don't get what the theme of it is. I, I afterwards... Uh, went and saw the poster, and the poster has the um, uh, the captured the 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 tagline, "Ah, uh, oh, find your home" or something like that, or "Where where 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 is your home" or something like that. So it's clearly about both of these characters being like lost and not having anywhere really to go because she was originally German, but she was taken away from her family from a young age, and then she was taken away from her second family, so she has no real home, and I guess. He also has no real home. That's why he's traveling from town to town. But you don't find out about that until an hour and 40 minutes in. So for that hour and 40 minutes, you're like, well, what the fuck is Tom Hanks do? Like, what's the journey? Why? Why am I watching Tom Hanks do this? It's not the classic bigot gets a heart of gold story. It's not like they don't the the acting is really good tom hanks and 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 this little girl are both really really good i think she deserves that nomination even though she paid fifteen thousand dollars for it you know we'll ignore that but i just fifteen thousand it's getting cheaper and cheaper it's getting really cheap um i just really didn't get what this film was going for the acting is good the cinematography is great because because you know this director is very good uh, I've forgotten his name already. I apologize. Paul Greengrass. Uh, Paul Greengrass. He's a very good director. Um, you know, knows, loves his loves his handy cam. Um, and the, the 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 score is good, but I just didn't get what the point of it was. So so to so uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hazard a couple guesses. Yeah. At the point based off your description, Paul Greengrass like started off in documentary filmmaking, and most of his films to some extent have a documentarian aspect to them they're kind of like a um see like they're all other than the born films he did but even though to an extent they're all 
they're all mainly interested in politics. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so, like... And then the second thing they're also interested in is, like, visceral recreations of stuff. So, as, as like, a semi-historical document kind of thing. Yeah, like... So, but in, in terms of history, it doesn't seem to be really making any proper comments on on this time period it's yeah it's not it's, talking like about, like, like there's shit, there's like... there's clearly a, a, a not quite explored enough guilt from from tom hanks realizing that he's he he feels like he was on the wrong side of the war but that's not really explored and in terms of current events like i say there's that like one scene that's a very clear like fake news allegory like delivering the real news instead of being in your bubble and and getting your news from one source but it's not like tom hanks's character is really he's the guy speaking truth to power the last story he tells is a fucking fluff piece about about a guy getting buried alive and he's really enjoying the performative aspect of it so outside of that one scene it's not like tom hanks is going around and being the guy who's spreading the real truth so that theme isn't really explored that much could it be that Tom Hanks it's about the way in which like storytelling so like one like the oral tradition so like the way yeah. in which like what what joins us as well which not not us but what joins Americans at that time is a even when they're isolated is this kind of like shared narrative about um america so if so if we're trying to figure out why make this movie now like it's about how stories make america um and how and the kind of role in which the storyteller did in that and it's a western movie but the subversion on that is it's not a western movie where a, you know a stranger comes into town and solves everyone's problems with guns instead the problems are solved with like stories it's the way in which like what really shaped Amer- the american west wasn't necessarily like war so much well obviously it was war but like wasn't violence so much as like what kept it together was this kind of storytelling tradition of which tom hanks was a part of and again i would agree with you if i got the sense that he was again other than the one town that he brings to riot if I got any sense that he was making any effect in these towns, but he, he, they're such small vignettes that we never, we, we don't see him have an effect on these towns. It, it, the film is fine. It, like if it's, it's on Netflix, watch it if ooh, you want. Ooh, if you ooh. really like Tom Hanks, ooh. he's a good actor. I got it. I got it. I know what the theme is. I know what the theme is, Jamie. It's language. All right. So it, and there we go. That that is that is and I I I understand it. I see through the movie. I've never your description was so good, and I understand the themes despite not having seen it. My best guess at the actual like core theme is obviously is like communication and language. So yeah. you have that in the inner relationship, which is him the girl. They don't speak the same language. They learn the same language, and with that, they can communicate and develop this kind of relationship. These towns, which are different from each other, that they. On the one hand, Tom Hanks brings that communication to those the towns. In some places, that has a violence effect, where you know communication language can destroy and can, uh, but also overthrow oppression. Um, yeah. And then in other towns, it brings solace. It brings you know a little puff piece. It brings joy to people, and it's about the effects of languages and like the way in which the fact that like some of these people you know the fact that there are like um indigenous uh local tribes who don't speak the same language and that creates a barrier between them 
the, you know, that that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the effect of language in a developing country is the only thing I can take away Th- from this. Thank you, Alexander. <laughs> thank you. Fantastic. I finally understand this movie. I'm going to give it a three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's, uh, like I say, that it, it's a... I, like like unfortunately i feel like tom hanks needs to pick his fucking scripts better that's my annoyance with this is like i think have felt with quite a few tom hanks films since like the year 2000 is they're well-made movies that are well acted and well directed and i'm just left kind of eh. they're fine um so i'm trying to think of like He's, I think the thing which I find really funny is like, and it's a, it, I think this is a problem with Platone films more than anything. Like, it's yeah. not so much of because like when he's with the Spielberg movie, the Spielberg movies have good scripts. Oh like, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And but, like, if he's working with a big named director, say for the Coen Brothers, like you know, it tends to be the case that the script then is good. But if it's a Platone film, the Platone scripts don't tend to be that great. Um. Uh, you know better than anything we could write but not that great compared to a lot of his other films and that brings the the film down the quality yeah now i for one jamie when, yep. you know when it comes, comes to my decision on what to give this movie out of five you know I, I i just think the themes of language and communication they're really universal and the way i described them makes me think this film is really profound um so i'm gonna have to give it a five fantastic of course you will uh and of course uh we then have we we, we didn't establish it. we rate these films out of five we then rate tom hanks performance out of five and then we do the tom hanks dick meter how much of a dick is tom hanks's character in this movie in terms of tom hanks performance like i say he's good he needs to pick his scripts better because i genuinely believe he's got another oscar in him i think he can do it he's clearly been like we've said we've got the tom hanks oscar thirst meter and i think this is again like how thirsty was Tom Hanks for an Oscar in this movie? Pretty fucking thirsty, I think. I, it was another Tom Hanks-led film where he felt he could give the big rousing emotional performance. And I know he can, but the scripts aren't good enough. And so he's not going to get there until he picks his scripts better or until he works with Spielberg again or something. Uh, I'm going to give him a four. He's fine. I'm looking forward to Tom Hanks playing Tony in Spielberg's West Side Story. All right, you know, that's, <laughs> they recast Ansel Elgort after all the Ansel Elgort stuff and they uh, put Tom Hanks there instead. Um, you know, in terms of uh, performance, um, you know, I uh, I just think Tom Hanks could have made some better decisions after he rolled for initiative. Uh, you know, I think his persuasion was a bit too low. So, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to give him a solid three. A uh, solid Tom three. Hanks. Yeah. Uh, and then the Tom Hanks dick meter. I mean, as he was a fucking Confederate soldier. Uh, that's not great. Um, so I'm going to give him a minus two. I'm going to give him a 12 because he was a Confederate soldier. He oh, wait. The, oh, dick. fuck. I went the wrong way. I went the wrong way. Shit. I, I, I forgot I, how this I, works. I, I love how you were like, yeah, he fought for slavery. So I guess that gives him some good guy points. <laughs> I forgot how this works. I'll give him a four. Uh, <laughs> but you're going to go with a strong 12. Uh, and uh, is this movie going in my Hanks bank? No, it's not. Uh, it, it's it's unfortunately not. I was at, and I'm mostly just disappointed. I'd, I'd heard good things. I was excited for this movie and it just didn't quite hit the mark. For now, this is not going to go in. I reserve the right to put it in later when I actually see the film. Yep, that, I, uh, and I will see the film and give a mini review at some other point, uh, not until it's cheaper or I can see it in cinemas. Um, but yeah, like you know, the way you described it made me think the themes sound cool, but uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, I won't. I refuse to put something in my bank which I haven't seen. I so, mean, that's no. fully understandable. Um, 
And so when we don't put something in our Hanks Bank, we, of course, have to decide what we are going to present in its stead this week. Uh, I have mine, Alexander, if uh, if you are. No, if I you have are, mine too. Yep. Oh, you have yours too? Uh, would, yeah. mine, mine's not a jokey one this time. Would you mine like me? Mine is mine. Oh, fuck. Well, I'll go first then. Neither okay. of us are going to be funny. Um, oh, sincerity. Guys, given the important day that we are recording this on, uh, oh, shit, the day that Arsenal remember. are playing right. football. Uh, <laughs> Steal this for me. Uh, I'm going, we are going to <sighs> go back to... Let's just in my Hanks bag. Uh, no, that's uh, oh, that's <laughs> that wasn't what I was gonna do. Okay, you're oh, you're God. putting Alyssa. Um, I'm going back to Jamie's video game corner uh, oh, because recently uh, a fantastic video game by the name of Stardew Valley uh, did release an update for uh, PlayStation Switch and PC. Oh, is it about and Switch? Nice. Yes, uh, which allows you to play split stream split screen co-op. And if anyone doesn't know who what Stardew Valley is, it is a farming slash life simulator, uh, similar in vibes to things like Harvest Moon and uh, Animal Crossing. If you enjoy any of those uh, games, you will certainly enjoy this. And me and my dear girlfriend Ellen have been playing on this new split screen co-op. We have been naming all of our uh, farmyard animals after different pasta shapes. Uh, it has been delightful fun. And on this day of our Valentine's, uh, it is what we are going to spend our evening Aww. doing. Uh, I'm going to eat a 14-ounce steak, and then we are going to play Stardew Valley. And I am so excited. So that's one more. Jamie, 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 Jamie's, what, what the fuck did you say? Jamie's Gamey Corner. Jamie, Jamie's Gamey Corner uh, in the corner. Uh, and welcome back to Hank's Bank. And so that is what I'm presenting. Uh, you've, you, you've, you've. Well, no, 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 no. no, give no, me, you, give me some, no you I only bust, put it in because I thought you were stealing my thing. You've busted your load, you Ali. You, you said you're done. You're done. It has been no, no, um, no. Yeah, no, Alyssa's going in. She's not going to hear this for months. It's been raised by Alyssa that I haven't put her in the Hanks bank ever. Now I think I did at some point. You know, I, I feel like that's the thing I would do. But you know, considering she's like eight weeks behind, I guess okay, I'll believe her. Um, you know, uh, I said at the beginning of this episode, you're my Valentine. Fuck you. All right? <laughs> Apparently an 18-ounce steak is your Valentine. Uh, Alyssa, you are my Valentine. And you're in the Hanks Bank, all right? You know Aww. what? It, it's kind of rude that I've dated her for going on eight years now and I haven't put her in the Hanks Bank before. So you know what? I love you. You're great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Congratulations to Alyssa for four months' time. So... Fucking Arsenal have scored four goals and I've missed all four of them. So let's fucking really? hurry four up. Goals? Yes, I'm very angry. We've played that shit all like season. That's an amazing game. Yes, we've played shit all season and I've missed the one good game. So let's get the fuck Jamie. out of here so I can go watch us not score four goals in the next fucking 40 minutes. You go back to the beginning. Why don't you just like rewind? Because I'm what? Because I don't. I don't. I, I'm a poor little Victorian boy, Alexander. I don't have Virgin Media or Sky. I watch this shit on stream. If I don't catch it live, I've missed it. I live in the moment. And when you're living in the moment, you can follow us at Hank Blank's Bank Pod. You can follow me at Jamie P. Longson. You can follow Al and Al underscore season underscore stuff. And Al, it's our 100th episode next week. So what can people do between now and then other than, of course, watch Devil Wears Prada? Guys, uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and tweet everyone famous and be like, hey, you should listen to this podcast. I think you might like it. Uh, and then you should go tell your friends, okay, guys? It's really important. And um, Just ask your friends about their random opinions about both Anne Hathaway and Tom Hanks. And when they come back with some bad opinions, go, you know who you should really listen to? 
Blank's Bank, all right? You're going to download it for them. Download every single episode. For our 100th episode, we should need, we need to get like a, a 20... We have 20 million people listening to this. I want to get 40 million downloads for next week's episode, guys. Just you go out there. You just got to get two people each. All 20 million of you, you got to get two people each to listen to this. That's all you need to do. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, and then, you know, you can you can put your girlfriends in the Blank's Bank or, or boyfriends or just people you like or people you don't like. I don't care. Put them in there. There'll be some sweet, sweet Jamie Jamie's video game... No, Jamie's gamey corner in there i'm sure next week it'll be a good time maybe there's gonna be uh, uh some songs who knows maybe i was gonna start drinking at 8 30 a.m to celebrate the 100th anniversary maybe that possible well, that'd see. be a lot i have some cheap champagne in that no it's champagne everyone here cheap for second in the house i might make mimosas we'll find out okay we'll find out i watched the devil's prada this week i got a long time to come up with my thoughts about <laughs> devil's prada i think jamie's gonna hate that movie but uh... i don't know We'll find out next week. So, before then, between then and now, whatever, shut the fuck up. If it's me, Jamie, and my co-host, Al, it's one more ep in the bank. Yeehaw! Blank's bank.